Ladies and gentlemen, Tony Basilio here, boys and girls, children of all ages. It's a pretty incredible day to be alive and well with you. We're excited to be with you on a Monday. Free Tony Vitalo. Tennessee basketballers with a very good weekend. Tennessee baseballers with a eventful weekend, yet fruitful. Matt Dixon will be dropping uh, his uh, next podcast later today, presented by our friends at TLD Logistics, as we will also have an overtime uh, today uh, with uh, Evan Russell will be here as part of our overdrive overtime presented by TLD Logistics. It'll be the 10th inning today with Evan Russell. So we're extremely excited to be with you today and to make it happen with you. We've got a lot to get into today. Very little time to get there. We had the latest on UT Baseball. Today, Orange Throat led his thing with Free Tony, Free Maui, Free Tony, Free Maui. Bino Jeff Henderson's alongside. Brian Hartman. Good morning, fellas. How we doing? Morning. Good morning, Tony and good afternoon. Bino. And, and good night. Does that mean we can go home now? Can we go home now? Good night, Brian. Good show, guys. Enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Best we've ever had. Well, things are never boring around here, Bean Star, are they? Uh never have been, never will be, Tony. Even in the sports that we have um, sort of the leg up in, things are never boring, are they? Uh, no, we, uh, we seem to find a way to uh, keep drama at all times. But I learned a valuable lesson in this thing. See, I keep learning. I'm 30, uh, 30 years into my uh, everyday odyssey. We'll celebrate our 30th anniversary next year. And I'm 30 years into my everyday odyssey, and we continue to learn valuable lessons. Now, I made a prediction that Ahuna on Friday was going to play this weekend because I believed what I've been told, which was that his suspension was going to end middle of the weekend. And little did I know that there was going to be more, uh, another component on top of that that was going to preclude that from occurring, which was that. Tony and the school were going to offer themselves up in the hopes that this will resolve this impasse and get on with the show. Because that remains the goal. The goal remains resolving the impasse, getting on with the show, and being done with this. at least inside the Tennessee baseball program. Never dull moment. Never boring. Is uh, is Tony going to be in the dugout Tuesday night? The belief among the baseball uh, program is yes, he will, but have we gotten a definitive report yet, Brian? That they're are they have they put a release out yet? They said they were going to have an update today. Has the school put anything out as of yet? 
Have you seen? Not that I've seen as of right now. Mm. I would say by the end of the show, we'll know something, I think. Ordinarily, I'd have said, yeah, you'll see him in the dugout on Tuesday. The thought is, internally, he will be in the dugout Tuesday. But will he? We'll see. Evan Russell will be by here in about uh, 90 minutes or so, taking us into our TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime, part of our TLD Logistics uh, Extra Innings Program. I-, I will tell you this. Evan Russell's a great study, and I was talking about him, talking with him this morning about this. You know, last year he had his situation happen. And people couldn't wait to throw everything at the wall as to what had gone on behind the scenes with him when he had his episode, which is what I'll call it. Having been there myself, been there, done that, and have the program. Depression, anxiety, it's tough stuff. But last year when that occurred, I'll remind you that the rumors were rampant and the speculation was rampant. The thing about the Tony Valls thing, I believe, centers around the Maui Ahuna recruitment. It's unprecedented for a baseball player to have missed eight games, and he continues to sit. Free Maui. This is a kid that doesn't come from means. Polynesian kid. Um, essentially being singled out. While the star guard at Alabama, and this is the truth now. I mean, juxtapose these two situations. Not only is he playing, but he's playing and continued the deal they've been doing all year where he gets patted down before he goes on the court, which I know is like some kind of homage to UFC. But it's extremely, extremely tone deaf. Meanwhile, Maui Ahuna sits. This guy was at a murder scene. I'm going to remind you, this guy was at a murder scene. This guy drove a gun to a murder scene at the behest of one of his former teammates. Maui Ahuna sits. Maui Ahuna, let's say Tony Valls um, tampered with Maui Ahuna. What did Maui Ahuna know? Tony Valls sat this weekend. He, he did his penance. And maybe he'll sit for a few more games. I don't know. I mean, at what point... You're the NCAA. Let the kid play. Tennessee's got a target on their back. Danny White needs to be strong here. Some people are saying, well, you know, this is about Tennessee football. No, it's not. No, it doesn't. It's two different things. Now, of course, they are interrelated. Everything's interrelated in these deals. What I find interesting, and talking to some people around their program, Tennessee program, they feel like they're being soiled 
by some league programs behind the scenes. It's a it's a Tony Vitalo Festivus going on right now. And the aggrieved are airing it out. And, and I want those pro because this is a show of record, I want those programs to know that Tennessee sees you, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Georgia, Florida. They see you. They see you. And it's pretty interesting because, and Evan Russell saw this last year, when you get in a feeding frenzy, everything's true till it's not. I remember when Philip Fulmer um, got in one of his losing streaks one year, and everybody started making up all these rumors about him. And me and Bino at the time were talking to each other off the air because Everybody came out of the woodwork, and they had a grievance against him. They wanted to share with us. Bino, do you remember that? How when these guys start, um, they get out there and they start, whatever that word is, they start kind of wobbling around, and they look like they're getting ready to get down for the count. How all these people come out and just pile on with all these rumors, and that's what's going on to Tony Valls right now. Yeah, that we we've seen we've seen people get mobilized on here a lot of times, Tony. And they come with all kinds of rumors. Now, do I think Tony's a guy that could get out over his skis on some stuff? Sure. I don't think he's a dummy, though. I don't think you can get to where he is by being a dummy. And I don't think you could build the program he's built. By being a dummy. I'm not sure I trust Danny White to fight for him, which is why we kind of encourage today on the blog of record over at tclub.team, read it. Orange throat myself. Are encouraging you to make your voice heard. Several people already have with Danny White, just respectfully. Hey, man, fight for our baseball coach. He's worth fighting for. And, and and let's keep the focus on what it's supposed to be on, which is this Maui Ahuna thing. Not every grievance against him. At some point, the window has to close. And the AD needs to stand up there and go, hey, you're not going to do this to our baseball coach. In an era where there's free freedom of movement. And here's a thought for you. I'm just thinking out loud. Why is it okay for, say, oh, I don't know, LSU to poach Brian Kelly off the Notre Dame campus when they were vying for a national college football playoff? But yet Maui Ahuna sits. Why is it okay for year after year after year, XYZ, a, B, and C, and D program to pull um, coach, coordinator, position coach off these schools while they still have games going on, while they're still bowl practice, but yet Maui Ahuna sits. 
Why was well, it okay? Like, uh, why, hang on. Why was it okay last year for Alabama to try to pull um, the quarterback over at North Carolina with a seven-figure offer that everybody knew about off that roster? And he inevitably stayed. But he's from a family of means. His brother played over there. But why was it okay for Alabama in one of the worst-kept secrets in the world, to try and pull that kid off that roster. I mean, I don't... This is going on. Tennessee basketball last year had Yuri Collins here. They had him. Before he went into the portal, we were talking about it. I mean, this goes on. Let's get real. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with it. It's called freedom of movement. It's exactly what these coaches do. Hugh Freeze, Herf Hughes, I told you, was recruiting players for Auburn, was going against Tennessee, pulled one of them off their uh, recruitment list, their committed list, was recruiting against Tennessee. I believe he did. He tried to. Did he? I don't know. X knows that. But we knew for a fact he was calling people. Hey, I'm going to be the next coach at Auburn. You going to come with me? While he was still at Liberty, making $4 million a year. Isn't that tampering? I don't know, is it? You tell me. You see, if this was back, and this was six, seven years ago, and this was a Donnie Tindall thing, and you get caught, and it's kind of dumb what you've done, and we said at the time, but that was dumb. That's sloppy. Everybody's doing this. You know, it was um, it was amusing last week when Maui Ahuna wasn't there. It's maddening right now. Danny White needs to do something. It's enough. I, I, look, I, I love that he's a, kind of a, you know, sort of a preppy, institutional guy. And could easily be working over there in, in Indianapolis instead of here. He needs, to ha- he needs to have some testicular fortitude about it. I call it like it is here. It's enough. We're not going to make a pinata out of our baseball coach. And, Danny, you didn't hire him, but he's your coach. You didn't hire him. Okay. But you can still get credit for this. Show some testicular fortitude and do it now. That's enough. That's enough. Enough. Demand a resolution on this thing from the NCAA with Ahuna. That's enough. And tell them to go away. There's nothing to see here. That's the message today. Tennessee doesn't believe, the baseball people, that this is inevitably going to be a big deal. But they do believe that their opponents in this league some of the aforementioned, well, the aforementioned, are taking this opportunity to have a Tony Valls um, grievance fest. There, I said it. Bino, Jeff, or Brian, any thoughts? Then we'll go to the phones. Well, uh- Tony, I think it would be a serious miscalculation on Danny White's part not to uh, back 
Tony Balls. Um, uh, I always thought Tennessee should have fought harder for Pearl, um, uh, and they didn't. As a matter of fact, they hindered him rather than help him. Uh, but uh, I, I just think that the both the fan and the booster base are are much more uh, unified in in Tony's camp than they were Bruce's uh, at the time of of whatever occurred. So I, I, I would hope that uh, he's got his eyes wide open enough to know that. Um, the other thing is, I think you're. I think you're being a little unfair to Alabama and the NCAA. Everyone knows that allowing someone to visit your school before you uh, get their um, before you get their transcript is an NCAA violation, and being an accessory to murder is not. Well, at the time of Bruce Pearl's, I guess the end. You had poor leadership at the top of the university. Yep. You had a fan base that wanted Pearl to get through that, but the, but there were people that were, there were people who didn't like the fact his star was shining so bright, and they were more influential than they should have been. Yep. And you had people inside the university that they got to and that they persuaded to not fight for that coach. But back to the tampering thing. David Cutcliffe was going to be the offensive coordinator for a national championship, and Ole Miss in the conference came along and nabbed him away where he didn't actually get to participate in the championship game that year. 25 years and ago. Why not tampering? Yeah. Why not tampering? you going to hire and a guy who's in the playoffs? You're going to hire Urban Meyer had an unbeaten Utah team, and he wasn't uh, – he had uh, – I don't think he was around for their bowl game to cap an unbeaten season because he had to be the head coach. He went to Florida. Why not tampering? So, Brian Kelly did it twice. Brian Kelly left Cincinnati when they were undefeated, and if you remember, went to a bowl game and they got the consolation prize up there the next year in the form of Butch Jones in a losing season. I mean, are you kidding? And Maui Ahuna's missed like a like a almost twenty five percent of his of his season here. Who's fighting for him? Where are they fighting for him? What's going on here? Look, it's one thing to miss uh, three games, six games. Like I told you guys, I heard it was six games. And I was under the premise that he was. we were going to see him Saturday. And I was going to live with that. Okay, fine. What are you going to do? You're going you gonna to gonna miss 20 games? What, what did he do? What? what let's say... What's alleged happened, happened. I have no idea. Now, Tennessee says internally the baseball, that that's, that stuff's way overblown. But let's say the stuff's true and Tony Valls left Birmingham, Hoover last year, flew on a jet, flew up there to see him. Before he entered the portal, entered an agreement with him, okay, fine. The kid at Alabama was literally on the scene for a homicide. I mean, what are we doing? Are you, are you, are you kidding me? I mean, what are we doing? And, and where's the media? Where's the D1 baseball? I mean, come on, y'all. How long is this guy going to sit? How many games has it been now, Brian? 
How many games have we played? Eight? Well, they played eight. They played eight games. I mean, when's it end? Not all eight of them. When's it end? How many games you play in a regular season, Bri? Fifty-six. All right. What's eight to fifty-six, Bri? That's one seventh of the season, right? Uh, something like that. What, what are you going to do? Miss twenty-five games? I mean, we're going to pick on this kid, some poor kid from Hawaii. I mean, what are we doing? You want to pick on Tony Valls and suspend? You gonna suspend him fifteen? Whatever you are gonna do with him? Okay, fine. You gonna take the kid out of the deal? I mean, think about that, Bino. I thought we were done punishing the kids. Did the kid know that that was illegal for Tony to come meet him if Tony came and met him? What the kid do? I mean, I am just asking for a friend here. What did the kid do? Uh, apparently, picked the wrong school. And that, and therein lies the problem. You see, I'm of the belief. And look, I'll give you, I'll give you full disclosure. I used to be a very much conspiracy person. Older I've gotten, the more I kind of believe it is what it is. However, there's no doubt that that NCA sent an umpire in here last year behind home plate to calm Tennessee down, and he did. There's very little doubt that they legislated a lot of what Tennessee did out of the game as soon as the season was over, and they did. There's very little doubt that Tennessee made enemies along the way and still flamboyantly so probably are doing that as they continue to play an out loud form of baseball. If you'll notice... The freshman hit the home run. Bino, did you see it the other night when the freshman, for some reason, they called a long home run, a foul ball that was a good 20 feet inside the fair pole. A good 20 feet inside the fair pole is what the ball was. For some Somehow they called that thing foul. Everybody in the park knew they were going, and the kid was standing there at home plate waiting for them to, uh, uh, waiting for them to, determined that the ball was fair and lo and behold he recreated his home run swing and ran the bases with the pitcher following him stalking him thinking about tackling him you could see it in real time so it doesn't and he's a freshman that did that it doesn't look like the flamboyance is going to slow down at any time which by the way i'm for it i'm forward having fun and being out loud with it as long as you don't let it, as long as you don't let it swallow you, like what happened in the Super Regional last year, swallowed Tennessee last year. But you know, Bino, when you get out there and your opponent sees a little weakness, and Tennessee believes there are four, at least in the SEC, that are throwing stuff at the wall. Throwing stuff at the wall, Bino. That's what they believe throwing stuff at the wall, you need an athletic director that's more like Doug Dickey and not like Mike Hamilton. And I don't, I, look, this football thing with Pruitt, this is, that's another story. We're talking about this deal right here. Tony Valls has given this place life, and in Bino's mind, he started the fire here. He started the fire. 
That's what Tony told. That's what uh, Bino told Tony Valls right to his face. And if that's true, if he started the fire, then they need to fight for him, Beanstar. No, I, I, I agree, Tony. Listen, you, uh, you're pretty much a newcomer. Uh, you win quickly, and uh, you do it in an in-your-face fashion. Uh, you're going to have enemies. That's all there is to it. You're going to make people mad. You're going to have enemies, and that's when your friends have to be your friends. And Tennessee's administration has to step up and support Tony in this situation. And they got to tell the NCAs. If all that's yeah. out there is what we've heard. Yes. Because, because listen, I heard so much, and there's so much whispering, and I talked to so many people over the weekend, that you might have thought Tony was down there at the scene. You might have thought he was down there at the scene, down in Tuscaloosa. I was waiting to hear that from somebody. Okay, I was wait. I was waiting to hear that. I mean, are you people kidding me? You're you're that jealous, Tim Corbin, that he's on Major League Baseball Network. You're that jealous. You're that jealous of the guy. That he came in last year, totally wrecked your kingdom, ate all your sandwiches, took all your jewels. You know, uh, these programs have won a national championship. We're not allowed to have ours. Brian, we're not allowed to have ours. They're only allowed to get theirs. Cor- Corbs had this thing under lock. Well, under Corbs, he was given he, he was given out full scholarships, Bry. Yeah, under lock, the, under lock. Corbs, come on now. Win his championships. Come Corbs on now. Anything different? Come on now. Hey, but Tony did this and he did that and they did this and they did. You look into this and did you look into that and did you look into this and did you look into that? And Danny White, you better grow some testicular fortitude, buddy. We need Doug Dickey and not Mike Hamilton out of you. And we're watching. We are watching today. You know. <laughs> we're watching. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Drake. Join Clayton Harris and I on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on our new show, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, beginning at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. That's on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Everything Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5 on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. 
Hi, I'm former Sheriff Amy George with 30 years experience in emergency services. I know how important it is to locate an address that's in need of help as quickly as possible. An LED light bulb has been developed and manufactured that glows red, white, and blue flashing light to be placed on your front porch and turned on when you have an emergency that will help the responding emergency services to locate your home as quickly as possible. You can obtain your LED light bulb at Mount Pleasant Fire Department and all of your local fire stations. For more information, contact Fire Department at 379-1005. 379-1005. Seconds counts. Get your light bulb today. I wish you and your family a safe and happy new year. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Escobars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Before we go back to our phones on a Monday, 865-200-5402. Bino, Jeff Henderson, do you um, you get some hope with Arkansas coming in here tomorrow night off the way Tennessee looked against that morbid South Carolina squad over the weekend? Did that game give you some hope? A historic victory by the Vols. Well, I, I think uh, Triple J being back in the mix gives me more hope than the outcome of the game. Uh, although somehow, you know, South Carolina been playing better, and Tennessee just repeated the thrashing that they gave them right off the top of the yep. SEC season this year. Um, but I think Triple J being back does give me a little eye. I said before the game, I thought Tennessee would win their two home games and lose their one road game, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. I I think Arkansas is is a, a real real challenge. Tennessee will have to play well, uh, but for whatever reason, I think that they will. Scotty Bordelon, Whole Hog Sports is going to join Hogs Illustrated. Going to join us top of the second hour. 865-200-5402. We wrote today over at tclub.team just the jumbled mess of college basketball is. So many teams that Tennessee's vying with for the top spots. Purdue's lost five of six. Arizona got beat by just a horrendous Arizona State team over the weekend. Virginia lost. Well, they're they're on the bubble, so I don't think they're that bad. But it was a stunning loss. The way Terrible loss for Arizona. Yeah. Kentucky's, before this thing's over, going to play themselves up to about a five or a six seed to show you how bad college basketball is right now. Kentucky is on a, on a whatever they're on. 38 pass. Somebody's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Do me a favor. Open the door. Let them in. Let's go back to our phones at 865-200-5402. We get your thoughts on exactly what it is that we're discussing today. 
Tony Basilio show on a Monday, 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 Monday. Hello and welcome in. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Tony and the guys. Uh, this is Holly. Hey, Holly. I'm, I've been, first of all, congratulations to all the balls this weekend. We had a great weekend as far as victories go. And want to shout out to the girls' softball team. They are rocking it, too. So just wanted to say that on a positive note. Yep. Um, but I want to talk about, obviously, the baseball situation and Tony V. I've been really bothered, like everybody else, this weekend about the suspension and, and all. And, uh, not that I think that he did more than what he's admitted to. I really believe that. But I've read a lot this weekend about uh, a couple things regarding the NCAA. And are you guys familiar with the situation with the NCAA and the Cavender Twin basketball girls down in Miami? Sure. Well, you know, this is the first. Uh, what I know about it is that the uh, that situation is the first of its kind that the NCAA seems to be flexing their muscles regarding the portal and the NIL. Yep. And so that's kind of why I'm worried I, a little bit because I get, you know, um, I think I, I choose to believe that the powers that be and Tony said let's do the suspension fall on the sword uh, to show the NCAA that, yes, we made a mistake of some sort. And uh, But I'm just worried because the NCAA is such a wild card. Um, it's interesting that I did read, they interviewed the, uh, I guess, the guy that is real involved with the NIL down in Miami. Well, and it was interesting yeah. how he really pushed back. He was, you know, he basically said, I'm glad it's all over. And he said, because I'm ready to litigate if they want to, uh, you know, if they if they really want to push this. And he said, you know, in the Constitution, you have a right to be able to sign a contract. And he said, this is what the NCAA is having such a problem with, because now all these things are usurping their authority. We're mm-hmm. getting into federal, state and federal government and, mm-hmm. and laws and all. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And the other thing was the NCAA, I was reading a lot. You know, I've never really looked at their information about uh, all the rules and regulation, and I, I was staggered. It's pretty vague. Uh, but anyway, um, they don't even define tampering in their literature that I could find. Now, I didn't read it all, of course, but it's pretty vague. Well, well, well here's the thing, right? Let's say you're a football coach. Like, I, like we were talking, Brian was talking about 25 years ago. And you're David Cutcliffe, and you have an opportunity to be the coach at Ole Miss, and they contact you while you're already on a state. Isn't that tampering? I mean, in, in a, in a, uh, in if we want to just go that route, the, all these coaches that call coaches that are currently on staffs and say, "Hey, are you interested in joining us if we have an opening over here?" Is that not tampering? I mean, I don't know. It seems it seems like it. You could make the I case. Think, well, I mean, you guys remember how upset everybody was, and I was ready to kill, um, oh gosh, what's his face, um, I just don't even like to think of his name, Lane Kiffin, you know, yeah. when he left, go to, total know, tampering, yes, but you, the bottom line was, and I hate to admit this, because I can't stand him, he was a good coach, and that was his alma mater, and he wanted to go back, and you can't yeah. tell me that. That wasn't all pre-planned and done, and you know I. He's he's I actually he actually actually Holly. He's a Fresno State graduate. It was his dream job, though. 
because he was a coordinator oh, okay. there. But but oh, the point good. remains, if in America, here's what happened with the Ahuna guy last year, talking to people behind the scenes. Ahuna so wanted to be a part of this Tennessee thing that he committed to them right off the jump. As soon as they made contact with him, basically, they put together an NIL deal for him. He committed to them. It was what he wanted to do. And you know why he wanted to do it? Because he saw him on television while he was playing in a program that couldn't get out of its own way. And he hit like 500 for a team that won like five or six games, whatever Kansas won last year. Just He was on a horrendous college baseball uh, team in the bottom of that league. And he was attracted to all the stuff that he saw about Tennessee. He wanted to be a part of it. And Holly... What's wrong with that? I'm going to ask anybody listening to me. Why is you know, that kid suspended today? What's wrong with that? It's no different than every little kid in America, little boy in America, that said at the uh, that wants to play for Tony V and the Tennessee Vols this year, just like they said at the Little World exactly. Series. Exactly. They all those little boys. They said, "Oh, I want to play for Tennessee. I want to play for Tennessee." It is. It and it makes me so mad. I have a little nephew that's. A pretty decent little ball player and it has just infused life in that kid that you know oh i need to practice harder for wherever he ends up right you know and dedicated and uh you know that's what baseball's all about that's what sports are supposed to be all about and i really i don't believe too many conspiracy theories but i swear to you this i smell a skunk I think that LSU or Vanderbilt or Arkansas or all of them, I don't know, I think they're blowing this up. Putting seeds of doubt in the mind of the NCAA. Tony's eating everybody's lunch. That's right. Aggravated. We become, we were, uh, our university was a sleeping giant. And now suddenly, and in baseball no less, you know, we're pretty much the boss. And I remember at the, uh, one thing I was going to tell you guys, when I was at uh, Hoover, I, my seats were right on the, the front row. I got lucky. And when Tennessee won their game, Tony was standing right in front of me. And the LSU boys, there were four or five of them. The second that he walked away when the game was over, after, in fact, it was before he went out to the team. You know how they go out into the field and pray or talk or whatever they do. There were five LSU boys, team members, that were getting ready to play. They all came over to Coach V, and they shook his hand. And he didn't go to them. They went to him, and that happened right in front of me. And I thought, he really knows all these kids. And I think I heard you know, one of them say, good game or good luck or whatever. And I thought, okay, are we going to say he was coaching people with that? Yeah. Was he? You know, it's infuriating. Are they trying? To, was he trying to get those guys off the roster? Was he trying to? Yeah. You know, and here's the thing: I, I hear that there are four teams in our league that have been kicking up dust. That's what Tennessee believes internally. And Holly, jealousy, jealousy in this world is a very powerful emotion. Very powerful. Well, just just to add to that, I yep. like I said, I was reading the document, yep. and it says that a level three. Uh, violation, whatever they call it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In general, the NCAA rarely ever suspends a coach. They usually just 
in this instance would decrease the number of contacts with recruits for a year or two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we went above and beyond and right. said, okay, we're floor coach. And I say, and I, I know I'm emotional about this because I love the balls, but I think this is especially unfair to the, the kid first. You know, Tony's a grown man and he can yeah. work through the system and all that. But this Maui kid, this is unfair. This may affect his ability down the road to uh, strengthen his, um, you know, his ability to get be higher up in the draft. I, I don't know. Just that makes me mad. But I think it's time to lawyer up and play hardball. And I'm going to be so disappointed if that's not the case. I believe in the school. I believe in the administration. But if they don't take a stand, I'm telling you, I know. There's going to be a riot. <laughs> I'm telling you, this Danny White guy, this Danny White guy, better fight for Tony. He better not do Mike Hamilton. They better not have in the back of their mind they're going to do this mealy mouth Mike Hamilton thing, where you fall. In, listen, falling on your sword. Here's the thing about the NCAA. There is no NCAA anymore, Holly. Holly, look at look at all, look at all the movement in football. Look at all the movement in basketball. Look at all of it. There is no NCAA anymore. I mean, what do we? Do? They picked on those girls at Miami because they could pick on them. They're they're female basketball players, and they picked on them. That's what they did. They singled them out, and they and those girls weren't doing anything to anybody. They're 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 social media influencers, right? They they come on now. I mean, it just it just it me and I just I just have to believe that we'll do the right thing but I'm worried because the NCAA is to me kind of grasping for air I feel yep. like they're on life support and hospitals That's what they are and I just feel like oh wouldn't it just be wonderful for them to take the number one coach in the country yep. and drag this out I think you're right Holly I mean, thank I'm you curious. I think your fingers on Thanks, the pulse guys. thank you I think Holly's fingers on the pulse, yeah. Bino. Bino, I think Holly's fingers on the pulse. Well, I, I think. Hey, I think uh, go ahead, Bino. I, I think another scary thing about this Tony is you're right. They've been uh, NCA's been totally denuded in football and basketball. Uh, these are the areas that they'll try to flex on. They'll try to flex on college baseball. I know we all love yep. college baseball now, but the truth is, it's not a monster like college basketball and college football. That's right. And if administrators are going to, uh, if they're going to sacrifice anything, it's going to be one of their baseball coaches or something like that. And, now, and women's basketball. Let's pick on those kids right. from Miami. Sure. And that Ruiz guy came out and said, look, I signed these gals to a marketing contract, and I'll see your ass in court. If they want to fight it out, we've already known in the Supreme Court. And by the way, you know what the NCAA doesn't want? They don't want that. So Holly's well, right. Know. All you got to do is call them up in in in, uh, in, in Kansas City in, um, in in Indianapolis and say your your investigation's done, or we're getting attorneys. Do Absolutely. you hear me? Do you hear me? The, um, the other thing that Danny White needs to think about here is if he doesn't support Tony Vitello the way that that he should. Then even if Vitello comes through, comes through this, which he will, he comes through this, I'm not sure that he views Tennessee the way that he has in the past. And if you think the same people 
that aren't saber rattling trying to get him out of here wouldn't offer him their job. Oh. You're out of your flipping mind. Bino, Auburn couldn't wait to hire Bruce Pearl. And the guy that prosecuted the case was in Auburn's athletic department at the time. I Damn know. it. That's the truth right there, what Bino just said. That's the truth. He just stopped and dropped it on you one hunchy. Go ahead, Brian. The uh, Jerry Palm's latest bracketology is out, and he's got the Vols as a four seed in Greensboro against Southern Miss with the winner taking on San Diego State or Virginia Commonwealth. Why do I think of the song when I look at Jerry Palm's thing? Why do I think of that tune, Hash Pipe, by Weezer? Let's go back to our phones. Jerry, good gosh, Jerry, put the pipe down. Hello and welcome into our next call. Tony, I'm afraid they're after Tony Vall, and I'm worried about him. Well, they're not worried internally. They're not worried internally. That's not the picture they're painting internally, that they're worried. They don't like the fact, though, that they that this thing's being turned into a Tony Vols Festivus, and our athletic director could stop it. There's no need for this to be a Tony Vols Festivus. But that's what I'm worried about, because Danny White is political, and you know his terminal job is to be the AD at Notre Dame. So those guys are not going to sacrifice for us and the local people. They're trying to play some national game, and you know if they have anything at all, They'd be more than happy to crush them to get that overall woke happiness. Well, the kind of people, these NCAA woke people want to hate. He's a good-looking, successful, popular guy, and the NCAA doesn't exist to monitor that anymore. They just want but, but to let do. Answer me this on the woke on the woke angle, right? How woke is it to take a kid from a poor family, from the islands of Samoan descent? and to take his ability to earn his living away from him and potentially inhibit and harm his earning potential at the next level because you're not letting him play in these games where he can get good swings on tape. Explain that to me. I want somebody to explain that to me. This kid's the only kid, in the, in, the only baseball player in America sitting out. I mean, what in the world? We're going to pick on Maui Ahuna? Don't you so people need to call it is in. unjust. It's ridiculous. You know, and if I guarantee if Maui Ohonia comes out because he doesn't have cojones tomorrow, the NCAA let him play as a immediately. Exactly. If he was Maui non transgender. I think we just need to say everything needs to be on the table, including having Maui kind of become transgender just to help this thing get through. But you know, what do you think? Maui non cojones. You think that would work? Non cojones. You know, would you like to weigh in on that? Watch us. I would not. We're gonna put everything <laughs> on the table. I need people who including are the, the man's, including the man's manhood on the table, on the chopping <laughs> block, the table. at once, at once. Who, who does not have the cojones to do this? At once, Danny White. Do you have the the, the cojones to put the ahuna cojones on the table? Thank you. Good Do the call. right thing. Do the right thing. And then sing like uh, Bruno Mars. Hee hee. Hee hee. Let's go back to the phones. Anything can happen on here and will. Hello and welcome into our next call. Tony, it's just oh, boy. to show you what a low life Mark Emmert is. He's no longer the commissioner of the NCAA. <laughs> but thank you. 
he, he, he still is a low life. There's a new commissioner now, which might be a piece of this, because now all of a sudden we're striking back against women's basketball and against um, uh, baseball, which be, in, yeah. in Bino's point, the two things that are in the middle of the totem pole, like there's a, such a thing as a totem pole, uh, the two things that are at the top of it are the football, one, two, three, four, five, and then basketball, probably three, four, five, six, and then some down, somewhere down there you get the women's basketball and the baseball. And to Bino's point, you know, the baseball thing has become very significant here locally, but across the country, women's basketball probably tracks right with the baseball, right, Bino? Would you say that's probably true? But let's pick on both of them. That's what they're doing. Let's pick on both of them. Tony, I have said this to you time and time and time and time again, and I'm going to continue to say it. You may think I'm going to sound like a broken record, but nonetheless, if, if you think that way, so be it. I think the NCAA needs to be investigated. I smell corruption going on there. Bino, now that's... I don't know how many times I've said this to you. Now... Usually, Bill, I've never heard you say that, which means I might not pay attention to you when you talk. But, Bino, he's got a really good point today. Titans Bill, in this parallel universe we find ourselves in this morning, is making sense to me. Because if you investigated the NCAA and how and why they've chosen their winners and their losers down through the years, like the Coach K's of the world, they, I mean, you know, they, they've left him alone. They let him run amok over there at Duke, Bino. You want to think he never tampered on the recruiting trail? They never paid a kid? Come on now, Bino. I know he's oh, your boy. I know that's your boy over there. There have been selective enforcement going on uh, since the beginning of time there. That's correct. So all of a sudden, we're going to crush Tony Valls into fine powder, right? That's what we're going to do? Is that what we're going to do? Better have an AD that's strong. Better have an AD that's got some uh, chutzpah to him, like Doug Dickey did. When Doug Dickey took the bull by the horns and said, meet me over in Asheville, then don't be late. And uh, Tony Files, I'm going to give you a little advice. Give Tony Files a little advice. And by the way, Bill, I got something to say to you. What? Give him some advice, and I got something to say to you. Oh. Uh, I think... You want to maybe sue the ins- you want to maybe sue the administration over there at the University of Tennessee. You have a sister Sue, right? Yeah. I asked Brian Hartman the other day. Brian, what do you think about these measures to speed up college football games? You know what Brian Hartman said he wanted to do. He wanted to eradicate and get rid of marching bands as a way to speed. Uh, the um, the game's up, bro. Um, tight. I so. said only the home team perform, not okay. both. He wants to take all Jesse's road trips away from him, Bill. It's part of the band. <laughs> well, Jesse's no longer with Jesse's no longer with the band. I think he's working on getting himself graduated and and becoming to be like you. So Tony. that's all you care about. Is Jesse got his? We're not going to worry about the other band kids coming behind Jesse. So how about that? How about that, Bino? Titans Bill operating in self-interest. He won't even slap back at Brian Hartman's suggestion on the bands. 
Well, the well, the other band. Well, there's several other band members that are seniors as well. I don't know what they're majoring in. You know, Tony, you're being the dean of Discord here. Brian, uh, Bill, I am highly, highly, highly urinated off that you didn't take the bait and you have a good day. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Why I never. We're going to get um, our friends at Calhoun's to love our next segment. We're going to go to the Whole Hog Illustrator. We're going to the TDS Logistics Hotline, online at tldlogistics.com. We are going to be joined by Scotty Bordalone, Whole Hog Sports and Hogs Illustrated. Oink, oink. As we continue, the Hogs in town tomorrow night. A not don't be late. It is a nine PM Prime Meridian PM Eastern Time tip off. Yikes. Hour two on your radio after this. This is Terry Wilcox, aka the Chicken Man, aka T Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hey guys, this is Mary Catherine with Bug Out Termite and Pest Control. Did you know that most insurance plans don't cover termite damage? Termites cause $5 billion in damage every year. Having a termite inspection done by a termite professional once a year is the best way to determine your home or business is termite free. Our technician will help you determine the best treatment solution for you. Call us today to schedule your inspection at 931-380-9009 or visit us online at bugouttennessee.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. 
This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Did you know that Columbia Ace Hardware carries Magnolia Home Paint by Joanna Gaines? Columbia Ace Hardware is the only Magnolia paint dealer in town. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Come see us at Columbia Ace Hardware and Power Equipment. We will be glad to help you. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. This is Drake. Join Clayton Harris and I on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on our new show, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, beginning at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. That's on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Everything Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5 on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Come to the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Championship, hosted by the Columbia Breakfast Rotary Club, benefiting their college scholarship fund. Outstanding auctioneers from across the country will be competing to be named the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Champion. The event will be held at the Tennessee Livestock Sale Barn at 1231 Industrial Park Road, Columbia, Tennessee, starting at 11 a.m. Hope to see you there. 31. I have got somebody very important on the phone, Mr. Miles Johnson from Foodland. Miles, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. As always, you guys have some great specials going on there at Foodland. So what specials you got for us this week? Well, this week we have whole New York strip, four forty nine a pound. Boston butt pork roast, $1.69 a pound. Five-pound bag of Idaho potatoes, $2.99 each. And Nestle Pure Life Water, 24-pack, three for 12. And as always, Miles, you guys are open 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., seven days a week, right there on West 7th Street. And uh, we appreciate uh, all the great deals that you have and the great staff you have working there. And uh, have a great day, a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. All right, that's Miles Johnson from Foodland. And uh, again, 427 West 7th Street right here in Columbia near the post office if you're familiar with that and again they're open seven days a week go on in and get yourself some good deals so go check that out this is Jim Ross and you are listening to Front Porch Radio WKOM 101.7 located in Columbia Tennessee I wholeheartedly appreciate and uh, he always makes me think of my friends at Calhoun's Man, I am hungry for some ribs right now as we talk to the great Scotty Bordelone. Whole Hog Sports, Hogs Illustrated, breaking it down scientifically. It is a 9 Eastern time start. Bring your Salmonex to Thompson Bowling tomorrow night and try to stay awake for what could be a defensive battle. And, uh, Scotty, let's start here. The Davis kid at the end of the game the other day with Alabama took a nasty fall to be helped up. Um, he gonna be ready to go tomorrow night. Yeah, I would, I would think so. Yeah, go ahead. I'm Let sorry. Let me take my phone. Speaker. Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I, I think he's gonna be okay. I mean, Devo 
Um, if you ask Eric Musselman and a lot of guys on that staff, I think they'd tell you he's, he's one of the tougher kids that they have. Um, yeah, I think he's probably, you know, just you know, maybe taking it a little bit easy, um, you know, leading up to the Tennessee game. But, yeah, I, I, I don't have any doubt that, that he will be. He should be fully available. And they need him to be. I mean, he's the guy that they give a really tough defensive assignment to every night. So they, they need him to be, you know, full go. Scotty Bordelon on the TLD Logistics Hotline presented by our friends at TLDLogistics.com. Tomorrow night, 9 Eastern Time, Arkansas is um, back to a semblance of a complete ball club here late in the season. Is it too late for them to get it in gear and become the club that they uh, thought they were going to become? How long do you think it's going to take for this thing to mesh? You know, I think last week, honestly, the last three games, I think they've taken a big step forward in terms of, you know, kind of the, the cohesion of the team. I mean, Nick Smith, he came back five games ago um, for a home game against Mississippi State, um, got his feet wet a little bit in that game. Um, and then, you know, they played Florida and Georgia back-to-back, those two teams, especially Florida without Colin Castleton. Those are not exactly great defensive teams by metrics, by looks, by the eye test, any of that. Um, but Nick, I think he got a little bit of his his rhythm back. He went for 26 against Georgia, you know, hit five of eight threes, and so you can you can kind of see that he's he's back into a rhythm or a, a groove. I mean, he's given them a little bit of perimeter shooting, which is I feel like offensively that's what they've really needed all season long. They've been really reliant on dribble drives, penetrations, dump offs for for dunks and layups, and then you know trying to get out in transition when they can. But I think offensively they're just so they're so different in a, in a positive way with Nick back. Like their offensive numbers are, are really good with him on the floor since he's come back. And I think the most encouraging thing for Eric, I know it's been super encouraging for me, I think just kind of covering the team, you know, they haven't, they haven't exactly missed a, a too much of a beat defensively since he's come back. Like you think he missed two months with that knee deal. And I kind of expected him to maybe get picked on a little bit defensively, but he's been—he hasn't stood out in a bad way, and I think that's that's a really good thing for Arkansas. Like they're—they've been a really good defensive team all year. I just feel like if they could get an offensive boost, um, you know, down the stretch, that's that may be what they needed to, you know, become more well-rounded. And, um, you know, Nick's kind of provided that that jolt offensively, so I think they're they're rounded into form. They just got to get—they um, just got to consistently play. Um, I think with a with, with pretty good tempo. I think if they if the game gets bogged down, I think that's that's kind of where the worry sets in offensively. And that's going to be Tennessee's goal tomorrow night. Tennessee right. bogs everybody down. Uh, Tennessee Tennessee can get bogged down themselves offensively. Weird thing about the Vols is they uh, they don't create easy shots for themselves. They don't get many easy points. They don't get to the foul line a lot. But they almost try to do those same things to their opponent. So, you know, somewhere in there, it's like they're robbing Peter to pay Paul. If that makes any sense. Oh yeah, for sure. I think I think that's kind of how Arkansas was before Nick came back. I mean, if, if somebody was to ask me to describe Arkansas when they didn't have Nick, it was like, you know, they go on a they're they're like a six zero run over five minutes, and like. <laughs> Like the offense is kind of struggling a little bit, but defensively they can, you know, they can really, you know, dig their heels in and, and make teams really uncomfortable. You know, this is the Arkansas has got the best 
I think, uh, block percentage in SEC play. So their, their rim protection has been really good. And, you know, defensively, Eric has got his guards going over the top of a lot of ball screens and just kind of funneling those smaller guards into his bigs. Um, and, you know, on the interior, he's got a couple of twins that are, you know, two of the better shot blockers in the league. They got a guy named Jalen Graham from Arizona State. He's kind of been a defensive liability at times this year and on the, on the, on the glass, especially. And he hasn't, you know, he hadn't seen the floor just a whole lot, but he's starting to rebound better. He's starting to, to block a few shots. I think he had three blocks against Alabama. So, I mean, defensively, Arkansas can really, can really give teams fits. It's just like, like you saw in the Alabama game the other day, like they were rolling offensively. And then in the second half, Nick Smith hits two shots and then they go seven plus minutes without a, a shot made from the floor. Um, so it, I think Arkansas has just got to avoid those those draw spells on on offense because they can you know, they can play pretty much with anybody defensively. I feel like. But you and I were talking off the air. the The modern college basketball game is that. I mean, it's teams that oh, just hit sure. walls on offense, and and you you've got to avoid that, especially in uh, three and a half weeks' time if you want to advance. Both Tennessee and Arkansas are going to have their eyes on getting out of the first weekend, and both uh, realistically could do so. Let me bring Bino Jeff Henderson in here as we are joined on the program uh, by Scotty Bordelone, who is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, with Whole Hog Sports and Hogs Illustrated. We're setting up the the game tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Eastern time, Thompson Bowling Arena, Tennessee and Arkansas. Go ahead, Bino Jeff. Hey, Scotty, I know much of the data's been amassed uh, without Dick, Nick Smith, but um, uh, Arkansas's two and, two and six on the road in conference and six and two uh, at home. Are they truly that Jekyll and Hyde dependent upon where the game's played? Man, I, I would, you know, I think the record on the road is a little bit deceiving. It's just like Eric would like to tell you that it's a, it's a pretty young team that, you know, hasn't played just a ton together just because he, you know, he brought in six freshmen and I think five, four or five transfers. And so I think the cohesion on the road, and they, they didn't play a true road game in the non-conference um, until I think the SEC Big 12 Challenge at, at Baylor. Um, but, you know, Arkansas has blown, I think they blew a 10-point second-half lead at Vanderbilt. They were up 10 with five to go at Missouri. And then I think they've had a couple of other games where they were up to like six, eight, nine points. I think Texas A&M was another one. Baylor, they were up six or seven and a half. And then Alabama are up nine. It's just a team that's kind of struggled to finish games. And just they're, they're kind of, at times, they've struggled to, you know, figure out ways to win. I think free throws have been an issue at times. Shot selection has been an issue, especially that A&M game. Like, that's a... That's a game that I know Eric is really kicking himself about because A&M's having a great season inside the league, and he had a legitimate chance, his team, to you know sweep A&M this year. And they just, I think they took, I think in the final six minutes of that A&M game, they took, I think, eight shots, and seven of them were threes by guys that, you know, Buzz Williams was probably really happy to see those shots go up, to be real honest. Um it's just a team that's, that's struggled to close games on the road. I mean, they've been right there in a lot, a lot of road games. And I think if they close out, like, like if they close out the Vanderbilt game and the Missouri game and find a way to, to, to win at A&M after leading by nine, like they were up by 12 with like two seconds left in the first half, gave up a three. And then A&M just kind of 
you know, hit them with a, a haymaker early in the second half. Um, this is a team that's being talked about a lot differently. But, I mean, they, they shoot themselves in the foot on the road, it seems like. And I think Eric has, has mentioned several times, especially early in the year, and it's kind of rearing its head again that, you know, when, when teams go on runs, Arkansas kind of has, has struggled with, you know, answering answering that run with one of their own. And, you know, it's, it's led to several of these road losses that, you know, if they win them, they're, they're, their postseason resume looks a lot different. So Bino asked a really interesting question about you look at those numbers, and a lot of it's without Smith, you know. Does Smith, yeah. does Smith stop a lot of those runs? Is that the thought now? I think that he can, you know, before Nick ever played here, we would talk to Eric about him, and he would just he would say that Nick is an alpha, and he's got, like, this will to win. He, he hates losing, and I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody in, in the country hates to lose, but Nick is just wired a little bit differently. And he's so he's such a gifted offensive player. Um, I think he's one of those guys that you know the the uh, the visiting crowd is you know it feels like it's right on top of you when you know the you know the home team's making a run. Nick can go get you a bucket and quiet the crowd. He's like one of those guys, and you know he can he can quiet a crowd. He can you know change the pace of the game. But you know I, th- I just think he, he he's a kid that moves differently. I don't know, really know how to explain it, but it it's almost like he's already playing on the twenty four second shot clock in the NBA. Like if you watch him, a lot of the field goal attempts that he gets are like in the first six to ten seconds of the shot clock, and he can like he's such a gifted offensive player that he's going to get you a quality look. Um, you know he might knock down a shot, or he can get to the free throw line and just you know help Arkansas defense get get reset. But yeah, he's just a He's a different cat, man, and you know, I, I don't know that I expected in his fourth and, and fifth games back last week to, to average twenty-five on seven of eleven from three, but but he did. He's just he's a he's a completely different player that you know Arkansas offensively was, was missing, you know, mightily um, for for a big stretch of this SEC run. And I'll be really honest with you, this Tennessee club right now, they don't have a guy they can hand the ball to and say, "Go get me a basket late." which all year has been our concern. It looks like Arkansas has found theirs, and it looks like he showed up just in time because he's going to play about 20% of their schedule, essentially. But it sounds like and we get to the big tournament in a three weeks. It sounds like he's the guy they're going to put the ball in his hands in the last couple of minutes and say, go score for us. Yeah, I think, I think he's, he's, yeah, he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. And I think what a, what else Nick does is, you know, he like I mentioned, he's so gifted offensively. Yeah. He spaces the floor for everybody else. And, you know, if, if he's off the ball, you know, pretty Nick, that was probably probably had a guy in the lineup that wasn't exactly a, a big-time perimeter threat. But now with Nick on the floor, that would-be help defender with the other guy out there, he can't come off of Nick. And, it, you know, it, it you know kind of creates some, some driving lanes for, for Arkansas's guard. And that's that's what Arkansas's guard. They've got some. They've got good guard play. Like Nebo Davis has kind of flipped his perimeter shooting on his head. On its head, you know, just drastically in the last you know five or six weeks. And Ricky Council the other day had a pretty good game. Um, they got a matchup with him and Noah Clowney, and you know Eric just put him in a lot of isolation situations and just told him to just you know get to the rim <laughs> at all costs, and you know. Anthony Black's another guy that yep. he, he kind of thrives off the dribble too. So, 
you got good guard play, but Nick, Nick's definitely going to be the, the alpha of that group on the postseason. It's a great bark, Scotty. Your dog has there on the TLD logistics yeah, no, hotline. I don't know what TLD logistics. Hey, I have my way around those animals. They hear my voice, <laughs> and I'm, I'm like a I'm like a dog whisperer. What kind of dog do you have? I've got a seven year old boxer and a nine year old border collie mix. Oh, I love it. Let's go back, uh, Bino Jeff. You got something? Go ahead, man. Scotty has uh, watched Tennessee kind of bungee jump down the uh, down the seating line here. Uh, I've I've kind of lost track of where some of the other SEC teams are. Is 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 Arkansas considered firmly in the tournament, or do you think they come into Knoxville feeling like this is a game that they have to win? Yeah, I think from everything that I've read, you know, like in the. Uh, you know, in the last week or so, I think Arkansas, as long as it wins Saturday against Kentucky, I think they should probably be in the field. That would put them at 20 wins. It might be, I mean, I think because the selection committee, it'd be pretty hard to keep a 20-win SEC team out of the tournament. But I do think that Arkansas, like, they need, like, a signature road win. You know what I mean? Like, they, they got it against Kentucky. And then Kentucky turned around and lost to Georgia, so you're kind of wondering about the quality of that win. But as it turns out, Kentucky's playing some pretty good ball right now. They blew, they blew out, they blew uh, Auburn out of the water the other day, pretty yep. impressively. So that's not a not a gimme game at home to, to close the regular season. But you know, I think you know they they obviously they 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 need to. I think they need to at least compete well, show well, kind of like they did against Alabama the other day. Um, but I do still think they're they're searching for a, a quality road win to, to add to their resumes. I mean, they've been really close several, several times, but it just kind of, you know, more or less just let them slip through their grasp outside of that, that Kentucky game. You sound like you think Arkansas is winning here tomorrow night. No, honestly, I don't. I, just, I think um, I think Tennessee, they're so talented defensively. And, like, I think we talked about it a little bit before – I came on the air. I think Arkansas has got a couple of issues defensively where um, I think opposing coaches notice that a guard or two maybe is not as sound, you know, in like pick in like ball screen defense as, as it should be, um, or as, as playing as well in that area as Eric would like. Um, they kind of they kind of go at at those guys. Like I chart shots defended for each Arkansas player in a rewatch. And Alabama, you know, they went at Ricky Council a lot. I think he gave up he gave up four two point baskets on five shots the other day. Anthony Black gave up four buckets on four shots. Devo Davis gave up five buckets on five shots. So those are like if you can get into those guys' bodies around the rim, I think you've got a decent chance to to have success. And you can do it without, like I mentioned earlier, the Mitchell twins, um, you know, having some kind of effect on the shot around the rim. I think you've got a decent chance to, to score um, on Arkansas. I think it's just, you know, I think if you can get, if you can get, you know, advantageous matchups, you know, that's a, I think that would be a big deal. I'm kind of, I'm kind of worried a little bit for Arkansas in terms of containing the Kai Ziegler. Like, I just, I don't know that there's really many guards in the, in the league that, you know, can stay in front of him. And the thing with Arkansas's guards is they've got good length and size, but they lack a little bit in quickness. And that's, I mean, that's, to me, from afar, that's the kind of Ziegler's game, you know what I mean? Wow. One guy to watch tomorrow night in light of what you're saying. 
uh, is going to be Jemai Meshach, who's been taking his game and going downhill on people. It'll be interesting to see if uh, Tennessee isolates him along with Zizi and allows uh, those guys to get those opportunities. Um, but uh, needless to say, if folks want to interact with you or read your work, Scotty, how do they do so? And I appreciate your time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm on Twitter, at NWA Scotty. And, you know, you just click on my headshot at wholehogsports.com. Um, yeah, man, that's, that's about it. Thank you, my friend. Uh, and you have a I, – I love you because you're a hoops junkie, man. Anytime, anybody that would sit there and – chart games afterwards that's that's one more game than Bino's charted in his lifetime <laughs> Bino am I accurate uh you're exactly accurate and dang it Scotty we need we needed someone who covers our opponent to come in here and just say we're coming in there and kicking a mud hole in your high end because yeah. it doesn't work for us good when the opposite happens no no we've had several uh several we've had several uh writers broadcasters say our team has zero chance and they turn into like blowout wins we're on a streak of those scotty oh yeah i know you guys have had a kind of a string of bad luck. yeah was it what was it with the vanderbilt and missouri game oh yeah well dating back to mike rooney last year mike rooney with notre dame came on here with for the super regional and said notre dame be lucky to score a run yeah that was close Till they went to Omaha out of our building, beating uh, one of these uh, super teams in college baseball, but uh, like the Vols had last year. But I appreciate your time. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you guys having me again. Thank you. Um, I like him, Bean Star. I I thought the way he was talking, he was going to say Arkansas is going to win the game. I I assumed that Smith, and he says, "Nah, they have too many holes on defense." The Vols will exploit them defensively, which leads to this. Somebody's going to force, like a lot of these games, somebody's going to force somebody to play their game. But more to the point, um, Tennessee's got to make shots. You know, if they get some of these advantageous matchups, Tennessee has to make shots. As Scotty Bordelon appeared on your TLD Logistics uh, hotline, tldlogistics.com, and if you want to make money, more money faster, join TLD and start hauling glass, dog. Because hauling glass pays more at TLD Logistics. And you can also change lanes in your career with TLD Logistics online at tldlogistics.com because driver classes are forming now. More information at tldlogistics.com. Did you watch the uh, Alabama-Arkansas game the other day? Because I did, Beanstar, and I thought that was a pretty high-level college basketball game. In fact, I thought there was some yeah. excellent basketball on over the weekend. Yeah, I did as, I did as well, Tony. I did watch that game. And, uh, um, you know, Arkansas is, uh, is, is a scary they're, – they're a scary proposition coming in here uh, because they're fortified, because they're physical, and because – they actually need it worse than we do. Yes, and those are, and those are. Um, so, go ahead, Brian. Yeah, I was going to say Arkansas. Since they joined the SEC, I think their overall record in Knoxville is like four and maybe eighteen. Mm. So it isn't. You know, they haven't. Uh, mm. I guess they won here. 
on a last-second jumper their national championship team did. And then I think their Bruce Pearl's first team lost a home game to Arkansas. And then Barnes, early Rick Barnes, lost two straight to them when he was trying to rebuild the program. So I think that's Arkansas's only wins in Thompson Bowling since they joined the SEC. If I remember the last time they were here, uh, Musselman's team had a really bad performance. Uh, if memory serves me correctly, Brian can well, correct that. If that's I think wrong. last year they, they closed the season against them, and that Tennessee got like a huge lead. Kennedy Chandler was nailing threes left and right early in the game. The balls got up by like 20 or 24 and had to hang on for dear life at the end. And I think you're thinking about the pandemic year when they came in and the balls, I think, beat him pretty badly, and Arkansas was just getting started with Musselman. Yeah, that's the year I was thinking about, Brian. I, I let it yeah. slip my mind that they were in here last year. Ain't slipping Brian's mind. Yeah, I've been looking over their history in Thompson Bowling for this game, and it's it's not great. So, When's the last time they won a game here, Brian? Years. When's the last time they won it a was, game? I think it was 2017. They came back from a big deficit in that game to win. That's the last time they've won in Thompson Bowling. So what's the record since uh, since then? Oh and oh and three, I believe. Okay. Oh and four. Excuse me. I think they. This is their fifth straight. I think it's oh and four. Okay. Musselman's never won in that building as coach. Wow, that's surprising, so, Vino. They've got no shot. Nope. Zero chance. The Rooney rule will be in full effect. Hey, when we when we get that Rooney rule going up in here, when you get an, when you get a, a guest on the air telling you no chance, no chance, no chance, that's when you better hold hold on to your cat. Evan Russell coming up here momentarily. We'll go back to our phones at eight six five two hundred five four zero two. The mess that is college basketball. Now, you're telling me Jerry Palm has the Vols where, Bri, a four seed? He's got him as a four seed in Greensboro against Southern Miss. He still has Purdue on the one line, <laughs> by the way. Hey, Jerry, Purdue's lost five of six, Jerry. Can I lend you a hand, Jerry? Jerry Palm needs a hand, Brian. They've lost five of six, and they're still on the one line? What, are they playing in the NBA's uh, Western Division? What, I miss something, Bri? They move up to the NBA West? Are you kidding me? They're always in. Purdue could be 0-27, they're in. (laughs) Continues, Tennessee, um, their case for a two or three seed has been bolstered by the fact that Arizona lost to Arizona State over the weekend. Virginia lost North Carolina. Virginia lost twice this past week. Boston College and North Carolina, neither of whom have adorned themselves in glory this year. North Carolina is right now in the first four. He's got uh, Virginia as a four seed. Arizona's a three seed. And Miami is still in there as a five seed now. So Zona was thought to be one spot ahead of the Vols on the three line coming into the weekend. Meanwhile, Texas lost to Baylor, another team ahead of the Vols. Purdue, borderline free fall after losing at home to Indiana over the weekend. They've now lost five of their last six and didn't look good doing it. Iowa State lost at home to Oklahoma. Miami, whom Brian just mentioned, blew a 25-point lead and lost to Florida State, who's number 225 in the net, boys and girls. 
Miami lost a 25-point lead to the 225 team in the net. And St. Mary's lost to the Zags of Gonzaga over the weekend, while Creighton lost to Villanova. But other than that, everybody's winning, Bino. The top of the top of the sport. Yeah, it's uh, as you said, it's a jumbled mess. Tennessee really needs to do no worse than split these last two. I think both of those would be quad one wins, correct? Yep. yep. You know, uh, the Vols actually have something to play for in both games. It looks like Missouri is one game behind. They have the tiebreaker due to that ridiculous half-court shot they hit at the buzzer. So they play LSU on the road, yep. Ole Miss at home. If, if, if Tennessee splits and they sweep that, Tennessee will play Thursday. The Vols are they back. They don't have the double buy. So the, the Vols will have started, some pressure to win. Started. Here we go round again. The Vols are right back where they started, Ray Davies. Tennessee drops a spot. They're number 12 in the AP poll. Same exact spot they started in the preseason. Day after day, I get up and I say, come on, do it again, do it again, do it again. What do you think of Barnes, you know, who obviously is hearing the criticism, saying that he's backing off his team down the stretch here, not going to work him as hard? Do you believe it, Bino? Uh, no. I in a word. That, I hope that's the case. In, no. in a word, no. We hear you, Coach Bonds, as they say in the trade. We hear you. Not sure we believe it, but we hear you. Balls are fourth at Ken Palm, fourth in Torvik. Exactly where they started with both of those metrics. So we're back where we started, started. Be no how obnoxious my band singing that. Let's go back to the phones. Let's see, Tony. The Vols are fourth in Ken Palm. Yes. I had uh, – Freddie was reminding me this weekend of some of his – ATS Magazine Greatest mm-hmm. Hits. Mm-hmm. One of them being that one year they had Arkansas's offensive line ranked number one in the country and number three in the SEC. <laughs> I, I think I think I know where all those ATS guys went when the magazine closed down. <laughs> because the Vols they're are fourth in Ken, Ken Palm, Palm. But, but they're fourth in the SEC, Bino. They're fourth overall in Ken Palm, but yeah. they're fourth. Bino is rejecting the metrics, ladies and gentlemen. He is, uh, hey, why, if you're listening. Bino says, why ask why? Hello and welcome into our next call. Hi, you're on the air. All right, let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome in. You're on the air. Hey, Tommy, Josh. Underwings. How are you guys doing today? Great, buddy. Bino, when, what day is it? Uh, do you leave that Sunday for Tunica? Oh, for boy. March oh, boy. I'm, I'm uh, leaving on the 14th, on Tuesday the 14th. Leaving, oh, okay. leaving on a jet plane. You don't know when we'll be back again. We're leaving uh, Monday on the 13th to uh, go to Biloxi, Bino. Are you going to stop yeah. off at Tunica and get some power plays from Bino at that point? Uh, probably not. Why would you go you to, to Biloxi? Why would you go to Biloxi when you can go to Tunic and hang out with Bino? I have no idea, Tony. Well, you need honest. to revisit that with your folks and but, say, uh, hey, we have a chance to hang with Uncle Bino. Bino, 
Yeah. Joshy Boy and family, are they welcome to, to tag along with your posse down at Tunica? They're absolutely welcome, uh, Tony. And uh, But uh, Biloxi and Tunica, let's see. Well, I think they're making the correct decision. Interesting. Tony, what's Jerry Palm's deal, you know? He's Brian's boy. His team's lost five of six, and they're still a number one seed for some reason. Now, I realize that it's a mess at the top of college basketball. It can't be that big a mess, can it, Brian, that you've lost five of six? I mean, are they... Are they playing in like? Did they play the Celtics over the weekend well, on on ESPN? I, I think, I think UCLA should be that number one seed over them now. I mean, what in the world, Palmy? Can we get a handle yeah, on this? Palmy. Come on, Palmy. Can we get a hand yeah, on Palmy. it, Palmy? He needs to put a hand on it, don't you think, Joshy boy? Yeah, he needs Palmy. to put his fingers around this. If they lose. Oh, go ahead. What are you going to say? He needs to rip it and grip it. I think that UCLA team should be number one over Purdue. Because I think they have a better quality wins. What do you guys think? I don't know anything about it. The Vols have so... Well, my, they're uh, hurt by the fact that their league is only has three teams in it. Oh, no, the West I Coast. I think that's yeah. why. They're on the West Coast but and I, their team's I, white trash. Yeah, and I... I just think my eyes tell me they're a better team right now. I like old Jaime Hawkes, you know. I'm going to tell you what, that UCLA bunch in the in – the, uh, the weirdest thing about Mick Cronin is Mick Cronin goes out there and he's all of a sudden a tournament coach. I wonder if that would have happened for Rick Barnes I, if he'd have gone out there, Bino. I wonder if Rick Barnes would have taken him to the Final Four like he did. I think they're the favorite to win it all. I, I love them. I do, right. too. I love them. I think our team nobody's talking about, and I love that bunch. Jaime Hawkes, Bino. It's a great night. Let me clear my throat. Jaime Hawkes. Jaime Hawkes. Yes. Tony, do you think there's some value to get in on Kentucky to win it all? They're 40 to 1 right now. Joshy Boy, we're getting ready to do a winners and losers with future bets for baseball and the N. C double A tournament future lines. When will uh, when will that show? When's that show? I don't know, Joshy boy. You your people are what need to get with my people. <laughs> <laughs> Joshy boy, love you, brother. Yeah. Love. Did you say you're thinking about playing a little bit on Kentucky to win it all, Josh? Forty to one, Bino. It's a good bet. You never know. You never know, Bino. Yeah, Do you? Tony, there, sometimes there's a reason that are there bargains out there. No, never know. Do you? Uh, I know. They've got zero shot winning it all. Zero. All right. Answer me this on the other side. Who would you bet on first? Kentucky or the men in orange and white? If you had your last piaster, answer that after this. 
This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Laurie Cole, Executive Director with Pay Grace Forward. We are a community solution to predatory lending. We help people in Murray County who are trapped in payday and title loan debt. We do this through financial mentoring, followed by low interest grace loans. 
To see if Pay Grace Forward can help you or to volunteer with our organization, please visit our website at paygraceforward.org or call 931-548-6797. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Esco Bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bikes, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Fixing to crank it up here. It is going to be Extra Innings presented by our friends at TLD Logistics. Let's crank it up here with Evan Russell, who's fixing to join us and get it on here. we got a lot to talk about taking you into our... TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime. Here we go. It's time for EI with ER presented by TLD Logistics. It's Tennessee Baseball Extra Innings with Evan Russell presented by TLD Logistics. Online at tldlogistics.com. Well, Evans had to play infield, outfield, and catch, and when you're a catcher, you basically are an expert pitching coach on top of knowing that position real well, and then a tremendous career as a hitter, so he's about as well-rounded of a guy as you're going to get. He's really going to, I think, have some insight on locker room or kind of looking out on the field and maybe picking up on the fact like, man, this guy wasn't nervous or this guy was nervous. This guy didn't react very well to a bad call. Uh, If he'll be natural and authentic to who he is, which is why he's so fun to be around on the air, somebody's going to have to give him some money to keep him around because he'll be phenomenal at it. Now let's get in the game with Evan Russell and the team at tclub.team. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, Evan Russell telling us off the air a second ago. He said, guys, after last week I've decided come back for another week <laughs> Evan Russell, we are glad to hear that man because we had tremendous feedback on the time that we spent together and we're looking forward to chronicling this Tennessee baseball season in 2023 with you as the first home series has come and gone without you a part of the club what was it like for you to watch that it was actually a bittersweet feeling. Um, I, I'm pretty close to being in the locker room without being in the locker room just because I know all the guys and stuff. Yep. Uh, but being being on the outside and having to look in and watch how much fun they're having, how much success that they're going to have throughout the season, and it's, it's actually it's kind of tough to watch, but I, I love being able to turn on my television and, and get to watch the boys play. Yeah, and you know, the this excellent young broadcaster that's doing the games on ESPN Plus and Tennessee's up their game in terms of their production. We've noticed that. It's very good uh, over the weekend. And Cody Hahn doing the games as well. Evan, I could see you doing something like that down the line in terms of uh, uh, calling games. Uh, you ought to throw your name into the ring, man. Get some innings. Uh, potentially. You know, I, I enjoy talking about the game. 
um, giving some insight because if I was ever watching a game, I would want to know more to the surface level. I'd yeah. want to know deep down. I'd want to hear people that really understand what's going on. And um, I, I feel like watching a college game, if you are a high school player or a middle school player, you, you want to have some some in-depth conversation and see what's really going on to be able to put that knowledge in my head and to make me a better baseball player and give me a chance to play at that level. So um, I, I do find some some joy um, being able to offer that, and um, I, I feel like that was the main thing that I got from playing baseball at that level was just being able to learn a ton of information. Extra innings presented by our friends at TLD Logistics Online. TLDlogistics.com. We've got driver classes forming now, and if you're an owner-operator, Got a spot for you on our team. Contact TLD Logistics online, tldlogistics.com. So, Evan, one thing about Tennessee during the last several years since Tony Vitello's gotten here, baseball balls are probably a lot of things, but it's never boring. Something always going on on Rocky Top, man. It's ne- what do you think, and you've seen it, right, with a coach being suspended before you've been through that. What's that like when, you're, when your manager's not there and, and the deal's going on like this weekend? How much of a distraction is that for the kids? Well, from the outside, it looks like it could be a distraction. And, and to a certain extent, it probably is a little bit. But I know that the way Coach Vitello has that place ran – um, it, it's getting to the point where the kids are starting to become their own coach throughout the season. And as a coaching staff, you can only do so much. It, it, it all comes down to the players making plays. So seeing that he got suspended, I do know that it lit a fire under that team in, in a way, uh, especially a bunch of guys that haven't really proven themselves yet. You know, they, they probably took the mentality of, okay, um, you know, we're still the villains. We still have that the that that sort of mindset that that everyone thinks about them. Um, let's just let's keep it going. And I, I was really impressed based on how they they went about their business this weekend, taking care of business of a team that probably um, wasn't wasn't very good talent wise, but but they did what they were supposed to. And I, I think that it sort of lit a fire under them that the NCAA had suspended or Tennessee suspended Coach Fatello. You have your ear to the ground. One thing I want to ask you about when we get into our extra time, overtime deal over at tclub.team is what the level of concern we should have about this is. Because, you know, fans, I'm sure your people are blowing your phone up and anybody who has played and people were blowing me up over the weekend. And, you know, um, and, and I shared some of my answer uh, early on and then we have it up. If you want to read about it over at tclub.team, some of what we think is occurring here and then some of what we think needs to occur uh, in terms of our administration backing uh, this head baseball coach. But, Evan, needless to say, we talked about this last week. You guys had um, had drawn a target. I mean, there's a target on this team, there's, and there's a lot of jealousy uh, within the program in terms of what tra- what's transpired here. And, and when you get in a spot where Tony is right now, people, when they think you're close to the cliff, are going to give you a nudge. Yeah, that's exactly what I think is going on. 
Uh, it would be one thing if this was three or four years ago before the transfer portal was a thing or NIL was a thing. You know, if there was any sort of tampering going on then, yeah, let's suspend a coach. Let's make sure that doesn't happen. But it's the wild, wild west when it comes to recruiting now. Um, if you go to look at LSU, they built a super team and they, they have every right to, you know, no, no, Tennessee is not going to LSU, going to the NCAA or anybody and trying to get them to stop doing what they're doing because it's, it's legal now. So what it comes down to is people can pr- be pretty mad at Tennessee baseball and how they've handled their business. But if you watch a team like Ole Miss this past weekend that they're, they're the defending national champs, they hit some big home runs. And they let the other team know. That's just how baseball is today, you know. Um, but Ole Miss may have won the national championship last year, but they didn't have 57 wins throughout the year. That's right. And whenever you have that sort of fame, it comes with a lot of lot of pressure and responsibility. So now the target is on their back, and it's rubbed people the wrong way. But there's nothing going on with Coach Vitello that was any sort of illegally recruiting violation whatsoever at the end of the day i personally think that some some other coaches don't like the way he's doing things and uh, they're, they're trying to go under the scenes and do something about it so and here's the thing right whether it was last year uh the the joyce kid ben joyce who the way he was throwing the ball became um, like a, almost a cause celeb in social media. Whether it was the antics, whether it was some of your celebrations, whether it was Drew Gilbert's nuttiness, uh, the thing last year with Beck and the ball that got over the uh, the the uh, outfielder's head. How much chatter within the baseball community, Evan, did you guys? create did you have friends on other teams saying hey man you guys are like totally out of control did you get that from people oh man my short time at at the angels i i very well saw that there was a hatred even from minor league players towards oh even the the pros even the pros were looking at you oh wow there were some professional players that uh they would make comments how our field was too small and that if they would have had the aluminum bats on that field they would have crushed it you know Everyone can say whatever they want, whatever. Um, it, it's easy to say that whenever you're not in it. Well, well, if you look at their stats, they might only had four home runs on their career, you know. So everyone can have their opinion, and but whenever someone is having success and and doing it in such a a fun way, um, it, it's going to leave some scars and some bad taste in, in people's mouths. So um, I, I just I really enjoy the way that it the program is run when it comes to keeping everything in-house and making sure it's a family inside. Because at the end of the day, if you if you are successful, thing, um, you're going to cause some sort of controversy. Jeff Fletcher of the Orange County Re- Register. Ben Joyce got some action over the weekend. Phil Nevin said after the game, home plate umpire Alfonso Marquez walked up to him after Joyce pitched and said, wow, what was that? A major league umpire saying that about Ben Joyce, the ball exploding out of Joyce's hands during a perfect inning. Um, his fastball was clocked at 96 to 99, and his slider was moving 88 to 89. And I'm sure none of that surprises you, Evan. No, if you saw this dude in the weight room, 
<laughs> it wouldn't surprise. I'm sure you've seen him up close. He's insane. The guy is as built as as someone could possibly be. It's like a wrestler. Oh my gosh! I mean, it, the dude has it all. Um, physically gifted. Now he's starting to figure it out mentally, of uh, being able to re- repeat that slider. And I, I could very well see him in the big leagues within this year. And and that's really interesting for a major league umpire for a, for a coach to to relay that to the press that's a great sign for him so it looks like he's fast tracking uh we don't want to get out of and get out ahead of ourselves here but that is interesting that he's become more than a footnote i do want to get into this vitello thing i want to talk to evan about last year the situation that occurred with him and the rumor mongering that went on uh around his disappearance and the same sort of thing is happening around Tennessee's baseball program within the college baseball community right now. And one thing I've learned here from doing this show and down through the years and just being around this is that anytime you get a sense that there's weakness out there and there's a vacuum, rumors are going to fill the vacuum. It's, it happens 100% of the time. I want to caution anybody. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job to defenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Did you know that Ace now offers free assembly and delivery on grills over $3.99? It's never been easier for you and your family to have a great grill like a Weber gas grill, a Traeger pellet grill, or a Big Green Egg charcoal grill. 
Come see us at Columbia Ace Hardware, located at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long, hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Join us Saturday, March the 18th for Columbia's Breakfast Rotary's fourth annual Shoot for Our Stars Sporting Clays Tournament. This tournament is a community benefit fundraiser for our fantastic local youth and veterans organizations. If you'd like to participate in this great event, contact me, Rhonda King, at 931-398-5511 or contact us online at www.facebook.com slash shootforourstars. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Dr. Mike Steele. Tune in to American Steel, a weekly discussion of topics and events related to the challenges in our world. Listen as we examine the path to relevance and truth in our society and culture. You can catch the show on 101.7 WKOM at 7 p.m. on Sundays. Also, we can be found online at WKOM Radio or on Twitter at WKOM WKRM. See you on Sunday. I have got somebody very important on the phone, Mr. Miles Johnson from Foodland. Miles, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. As always, you guys have some great specials going on there at Foodland. So what specials you got for us this week? Well, this week we have whole New York strip, four forty nine a pound. Boston butt pork roast, $1.69 a pound. Five-pound bag of Idaho potatoes, $2.99 each. And Nestle Pure Life water, 24-pack, three for 12. And as always, Miles, you guys are open 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., seven days a week, right there on West 7th Street. And uh, we appreciate uh, all the great deals that you have and the great staff you have working there. And uh, have a great day, a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. All right, that's Miles Johnson from Foodland. And uh, again, 427 West 7th Street right here in Columbia near the post office if you're familiar with that and again they're open seven days a week go on in and get yourself some good deals so go check that out I'll never forget the day I decided to go out for the football team Mr. Banks the JV football coach and my history teacher asked me to stay after class I thought I was in trouble he said hey Darius have you thought about going out for football I think you'd be great Fact is, 
I never played football. Fact is, I never had anyone tell me I'd be great at something. So, with no experience at all, I signed up. And a week later, I padded up and was running drills on the field. I never was great, but playing high school sports was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I was accepted by my teammates, and I learned that when someone believes in you, you can believe in yourself. Encourage a student you know to take part in a high school sport. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.